Oh, right. Yeah. Probably get into the video, maybe. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get started. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. You just going to bring us in? Do you want to do it today? Or should I do it? It's up to you. You okay. can do it. I always I, like it when you do it. I unless you're not forget, feeling it. I always it. forget what to say. Finally on my side I got you, honey And you got me I got all I could ever need It's like you Hi everyone, this is Corn Talks I am Emma Tuss And I'm Brandon Tuss and today is Earth Day. It is Earth Day. Happy birthday, Earth. Happy birthday, Earth Day. Mm-hmm. That's pretty exciting. April 22nd is when we're recording this. Yes. We don't know when you're listening to this, but we do hope if you're listening uh, in today or next month or next year that you still took time to celebrate this very important and very monumental Earth Day. It's a big day. And why is it so monumental again? It's a uh, a pretty major birthday. It is. Birthday on Earth Day. The big 5-0. 50 years old. 50th anniversary of Earth Day. Can you but believe I just, that? But the Earth is real old. So oh, yeah. why we do, why do we only do Earth Day in like the 70s or whatever? Yeah, it's very very interesting. So the first day was designed to increase environmental awareness. In July of 1970, the EPA was established by special executive order to regulate and enforce national pollution legislation. So it had something to do with the launch of the EPA, and then it was picked up over time, and people started celebrating in different ways, and the United Nations got involved, and even though it's bounced around from, you know, certain days... Uh, this particular Earth Day takes place on April 22nd, which is the 50th anniversary of Earth Day. Yay. I don't know much about it. We didn't celebrate Earth Day when I was a kid. Me neither. We'd always talk about it in school and it'd be like, there'd be, there'd be like episodes of TV shows being like around Earth Day, like on the PBS channel. Yeah. But I mean, I remember like in like elementary school, we'd we'd like do like, painting we make we take like a paper plate and we put like green and blue paint on it and like make the earth and like just yeah. fun crafts to be like we love the planet but i think we're doing a great job this year with earth day because most of us are staying home i would assume so there's not not as much gas going out no cars no like crazy amount of planes we're kind of nailing this earth day so you're welcome earth yeah, we kind of are. It's mm-hmm. really cool. I think that um, one of the things that I liked about Earth Day when we, when I was a teacher, was we would do some like really cool like graph art where they had to plot certain things, and we would call that math, and it would be a picture of the Earth. And then I would always show the Lorax when it came out. Oh yeah, I want to say that the Lorax. Well, this may have been even before the Ed Helms version of the Lorax came out, but we used to show the Dr. Seuss cartoon, the Lorax, because that's he speaks for the trees. We watched that. I mean, a lot. Yeah, you can't think of anyone more deserving to talk about Earth Day than the Lorax. Yeah. What kind of animal is that? Is he a cat? I think he is. Not a cat. He's like a like a god who lives in a tree Got and he it. floats to the heavens with his butt. So he's not really he's not really an animal of this world. Uh, what are any animals, Doctor Seuss? Animals, really? Well, there's a cat in a hat. 
What? But he's like a human, though. He's like a person. That's true. He's like that, a furry, basically. The the movie, The Cat in the Hat, kind of that was nightmare fuel. That was fuel. scary. That was Jeez, quite every, scary. Everything about it made me very, very nervous. But I love the bright colors. That's true. And I That's love true. the ride at Universal. I love that. The Cat in the Hat. Yeah. So, um, I think I think I want to do some. Uh, I think I want to spill some tea. Okay. Let's do. Let's let's spill some tea. Mm, yeah. Okay, so this is the tea I want to know. So in honor of Earth Day, you had the opportunity to watch a documentary recently on Disney Plus that was narrated by Natalie Portman, and it was about dolphins. Do you remember the name of that? Oh, God. Was it Dolphin I Reef? I think it or? was Dolphin Reef. Yeah, something like yeah. that. And it was it's pretty short. It's only it's a little over an hour long. Like hour I know Disney minutes. does a really good job. It seems like every year they do a nature film that has to do with something. Did you enjoy it? Did you not enjoy it? What were some parts that you thought were really cool and what were some parts you wish they would have changed? I really, really loved it. But I do have I do have some issues with it. Obviously it being a kids show, they can't have like the brutality of nature. But Especially on Disney. Especially on Disney. But there was a part with this really adorable shrimp and he's like a he's like a a mantis shrimp or something. He's really big and he has like all these fun colors and he has these crazy like boxing gloves and he like, he was just building his little home with like broken coral and I, I liked him a lot. Me and Bailey watched it and we're like, he's pretty fun. But th- my issues with with the show is that um, they make animals because they have to have a bad guy. They can't just go without having some sort of There's gotta be villain. a little dramatic hook right. that keeps people engaged. But that's the problem is that they, sharks eat they have to eat too. Cuttlefish have to eat too. Like they have to eat. Like orca whales, they're not. They're not bad guys. They're predators. They have to eat something right. or else they'll die. So, if you slip, if you kind of just like flip the script for a second, if you're watching an orca show and they couldn't get food, you'd be like, oh no, they can't. They don't. They don't have food. They need to like we need to save them. But since it's dolphins, you don't want them to be the one to die. So you're kind of like you want the orcas to die. And I love orcas. They're like my favorite animal. They're so cool to me. And I thought that was kind of interesting how they had to have a bad guy for it to be a proper Disney. And Free Willy was the bad guy? Like the orcas were the, the bad guys? The orcas were bad guys because there was like a, a mama whale and a baby whale. I mean, I get it. Whales are adorable. But they were they were traveling without their big old pod there and the orcas had to eat. So they kind of like followed them around. Like the orcas were kind of getting a little close to like getting the baby because like it's a, it's a perfect size meal for them. It's a baby whale. And then... Natalie Portman was like, oh no, will they make it? Will they make it? And then like the male pod shows up to go save them. And then the orcas get like beat up and thrown away and have to go find different food somewhere else. But if it's not that whale, it'll be a different whale. It's true. Or a little baby dolphin or a penguin or a seal. Listen, it's, I mean, not to to stay on the Disney train. It's the circle of life. I mean, to be honest with you. And you know, I have to admit though, I'm the first one that gets a little emotional when I see the baby bison being hunted by a pack of wolves in Yellowstone. Like, yeah, that, that's kind of tough. It's hard to see, but you know what? It has to happen. I say all this as I'm getting ready to put some burgers on the grill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? we're not vegans here. No, we're not. <laughs> we are not, but we do respect our vegan friends and we do respect Absolutely. anybody's choice. It's 100% yours, but no, I get that. I have not seen that documentary yet. I'm not really big into nature documentaries per se, but I do know that like March of the Penguins was a documentary that really opened up my eyes to how, A, how amazing documentarians are that take the time 
and the long game that they play, meaning they had to sit out there in the elements, in the cold, freezing their butts off, filming these emperor penguins trying to hold on to their babies on their, with the eggs on their feet. It's just amazing to me that they will spend the time to do that kind of stuff. Well, there's, I don't know. there's some really tough ones I've seen where, um, this, this type of goose or duck, they like live on these really tall rocks to sort of be able to be separated from like big cats and like predators like that. But they're so high up. And when they have babies, which is like two, you know, not a lot of babies, two or three, and they, the only way to get food is to jump off the rocks as a baby can't fly yet and just just roll your way down this huge cliff and to get to food. And it's so scary because I can't imagine being like a like an a animal lover and watching these babies hurl themselves off of these huge cliffs and just tumble and like hit every rock and branch and just everything on the way down. And then they just, after they're done... They stand up and they're like, okay, I made it down. I can get food now. I'm not going to die. And then this huge hawk just swoops down and grabs him. So all that work. And then the mom is like, okay, I have two left now. So they have to make this count. It's like going to a drive-thru in McDonald's for humans. Like for these birds, it's just like, hey, there's, I'm just going to, if you're a smart like predator, you'll just sit at the bottom of that cliff and just wait for the vending machine to just spit out a baby. And and you'll just just wait. And that's the problem is they don't have many. They don't have, they don't have them to spare. Yeah. And I think out of the three, two died and one made it. As we know, it might not have made it very far, but one one saw the first one go down and get the hawk take him away. So he's like, okay, I'll go down the back door. And he went on the back side of the cliff, but in between the cliffs, there's a bunch of rocks there and he got stuck between the two and he couldn't get out. And we're like, dude, oh, why are you filming this? Go help him. That is crazy. Yeah, the I mean... The nature's a violent, violent place. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's scary. It is. There's just certain there's just certain things that I don't necessarily need to know about, and I know that they go on there. But at the same time, it's just I'm just happy that we're on top of the food chain. I like bears a lot. Yeah. Well, bears like to eat humans. No, they don't. No, that's not true. That's I not know. true. I, I know. I was just trying to. I was just trying to say something that. <laughs> but was if gonna... you if you are a hiker, bring your bear spray and make lots of noise so they know you're there, so they'll get they'll get out of there. That's true. I there some bears can be dangerous. Have you ever seen the great outdoors? Yes. I mean that bear when they blew the cheeks. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like my favorite I scene that. with the shotgun lamp. I just like the raccoons and how they're like so sassy. Yes, mm-hmm. they are sassy. Raccoons have sass. Well, whatever animals. Um, you love, I mean, today is all about the earth. The earth is thriving during quarantine. We know this. We've talked about this on Quarant Talks before. The trees are in full bloom. The pollen is pretty much gone. The sun is out. The humidity's not in. I mean, we are living wonderfully here in North Carolina. And actually, mom was telling me the other day when we went for a nice walk, she was telling me that they showed pictures of like the Los Angeles basin before the coronavirus outbreak and what it looks like now from the same vantage, you can see everything like the smog is, is, has lifted. And that's amazing. Yeah. Earth is pretty happy right now. I wonder if it'll, I wonder if we've learned some lessons when we come out of this about how to 
take a pause and maybe take a few weeks off here and there to just let the earth regenerate. It's kind of like when your cell phone battery's on its last leg and you see that red line, you're like, oh my God, I've only got 4%. Yeah. You plug it in for a little bit and it kind of brings it up to 50% and you're good to go. Yeah. I don't think it's such a bad thing. I used to laugh at people that would say, hey, if you don't put gas in your car on such and such day, it's going to make the price of gas go down such and such amount. And I used to think that's just crazy. I mean, wh why would we do that? And I don't necessarily think of this in terms of the cost of gas. I think now in terms of, gosh, it's really nice not having to pump all this stuff into our ozone. Just let the earth take a breath and recharge and then go back to business as usual. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool how the earth is kind of just healing itself right now as we're also healing ourselves, I feel like. It's true. And it has been tough being at home and like I feel kind of disconnected feel kind of weird about quarantine is some days are really hard some days are much better but it does give, like, give me comfort to know that like the earth is feeling good and there's animals who are getting a chance to not get hit by cars for a little bit and they're like and it's like spring right now so everything is so like, everything's blooming and healthy and all this fresh oxygen it's really cool that's true it's really and i cool. just i just love talking about nature i think we just did and i also think that was a long version of Spill the tea. Mm. Wow. Delicious, delicious tea. That was made. I need some tea. That was made by Leaves Made in Nature. So, <laughs> hello, Earth Leaves Day. Made in Nature. Leaves Made in my, Nature. My throat actually hurts really bad. I might need to have some tea after dinner, I think. Mm, that's good. It's ouchy. That's, that's too bad. So anyways, yeah, today we've actually started writing down some of our ideas in our notebook of topics. And I believe we may have settled. We've got a lot of different things we can choose from, mm -hmm. but I think the one that you and I both liked was the deserted island conversation. And it kind of works a little bit with Earth Day because, you know, the deserted island will hopefully be on Earth. And uh, what would be the topic of conversation around this deserted island? Just like what you could bring how many items should we allow ourselves to bring? Should we make one luxury item? Let's say three. Three items that you would bring. One luxury, two practical. And they have yeah. to be real. Like you can't bring... A you motorboat know, with you. You can't bring the genie lamp from Agrabah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you can't bring a motorboat. Like you are stranded on there. There's no power. You're not bringing a generator. Let's, let's, let's make this as if we were on a boat heading to Castaway Key and the cruise ship run aground and we were thrown onto an island with Gilligan and the Skipper. You have no idea what that reference yes, is. I do. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. How dare you? All right. Sorry. Gilligan's Island. Okay. Anyway. So on the cruise ship, would all the passengers be with us? No, they all drowned. They didn't make oh. it. They're not as good as swimmers. You were on the homeschool swimmers. Yeah. So you made it. I was it, really good and at you drug, you drug the three of us with you because Bailey would not swim. <laughs> she would be like just so taking So Zach out. didn't make it? No, Zach did not. <laughs> his, well, lung, his lung popped. He didn't make his it. His lung deflated. He, he <laughs> pooped out his lungs. <laughs> And he's, he's going to go. So no, so he can be, he can be on the island, but that's beside the point. Let's just say that we are on a deserted island right now and we have three items. You said one was going to be. Well, I think it'd be really important to have like, um, like a flask for water, Ooh. like a really, like, like a hydro flask almost for water would be really nice. And then you could like, it's, it's 
pretty high quality, so it's not going to like melt or anything. It's not like plastic or whatever. You know what's really cool? I saw this, and they sell these in like camping stores, and they sell this online, obviously. And it's basically an, a water purification system oh, yeah. where you can actually take a straw, drink out of the most disgusting pond or river you can think of, and it filters out all the muck, and it gets you clean. That would be, that'd be that would be so helpful. That would be important because you got to have water, right? I mean, what are the basic essentials here? You need to have food. You need to have shelter. You need to have water. You need to have air. Well, the air is taken care of because you're on this island. The water, you need to have good water and it can't be salt water. I mean, remember Because salt water is dangerous. Remember poor Richard Paca? I mean, yeah. all the stuff they went through on Life of The Pi? hallucinations. Yes. You've got to have good potable water, drinkable water. And then, of course, you have to have some food. So you definitely want to bring something that's going to purify some water. I think a net. A like net. a net for fishing, a net for catching stuff. I think that would be very helpful. Oh, you're channeling your inner Tom Hanks on Castaway well, right now. Yeah, because I was thinking of Life of Pi. He had his that net saved it him because he because he you know he had to have fish. That's for true. Protein. That's but true. Actually, while we're talking about Desert Island though, because um, last year in in uh, in English class we did like a survival thing. Yeah. And apparently, like for the Boy Scouts, like their like their thing is that you once you're in like a boat, you have to like light a fire quick to like signal you need you need help. So the their point of view is not long term survival. It's get me out quick. Got it. Do like a put gasoline in the water, make a huge fire, and I'm, I'm like whoa. Yeah. And I, of course, was like, oh, get like a sundial and some water and some crackers. Like, But you're in it for the long haul. You're yeah. like going Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah. Here. And so, they were talking about, we're getting off this baby. Yeah, we're, we're, we need to get out. No no Lord of the Flies for us. We're getting out Got of here. It's all piggy. Dang. We are having some serious technical difficulties with these radios today, with these mics. I don't get it. I don't know. It might be your, it might be your cord. I don't know. And then it goes away. It seems like, yeah, it seems like when you sit back, I don't know, maybe there's some sort of, maybe I'm sitting too close to you. Oh. I don't know. Social That's distance. weird because we've done this before. I yeah, don't know. many times. Anyways, wow, you just got a glimpse behind the curtain. Yeah. That was amazing. I think a rope would be good. A rope is good. Or like a like a really um, sharp, like machete. A machete. Yeah, like you need something sharp. Coconuts. You need something sharp because you need to be able to open up the coconuts to get the coconut juice out. You need to be able to kill things with it. Mm -hmm. You need to be able to um, finally mince garlic for your pasta sauce. Right. <laughs> there's things, there's things yeah. you have to do. And of course, on the long term, you could probably like make your own weapons and like yeah. make your own. But I think a starting machete would be very useful. Listen, here's what I know. You need to have some sort of a flint to create a spark to create a fire. Because mm -hmm. if you don't have fire, I don't care where you're at, you're going to get cold at night and you need to be able to have fire for all sorts of things. Mom and I used to watch Survivor and we talked about Survivor before about on this show. You know, for people who know Survivor, they always talked about the importance of starting a fire and the importance of building a shelter. And if you don't have fire, then you can't boil water. And if you can't boil water, there's no water for you to drink, especially if you're in a saltwater environment. So I think some sort of a flint to be able to create a spark that's going to start a fire. And then I like your idea of the machete because yeah. that there's so many things you can do with that tool. And um, yeah, so those are definitely two on my list. And then let's just do one, like just 
fun splurge item that you would have, like something that probably wouldn't even work on a deserted island, but it might be kind of fun. Like um, maybe it's a kiddie pool. Okay, <laughs> yes. Okay, that's fun. I would I would say an extra person, like a hot person, I could talk to. Well, you would just uh, make a volleyball into a person and call him Wilson. Wouldn't have volleyballs. It'd probably be a coconut. No, that's true. Coconut. That's true. But I. I think it'd be cool to have like a like a dude with me because we, if we're gonna be here long term, like well now you're just talking Love Island. Let's be honest. I love Love Island. <laughs> so I think yeah, I'm trying to think of what would be a fun item to have. Like um, I don't know, just like a badminton set. Badminton would be fun, but you can make that though. You could make badminton out of like straw of and sticks. Like that what could would double as the shuttlecock though. You could probably use husk, maybe oh, some yeah. coconut husk. Yeah, there'd be there'd be a way around that, and like at the soft bulb park, like a leaf. Do you ever wonder, like, oh my gosh, I just am on this deserted island, and I only have one set of contacts, and they're in my eyes. Oh my god, that's so terrifying. Because right? once those are gone, I can't see anything. I would was, your would your eyes grow to no? So you're just screwed. Then you're no done. glasses, no we'd contacts. We'd be done. Yeah, we would just we would be toast. Like my eyes, I can't see two feet in front of my face if I take my yeah, contacts out. And if I don't have my glasses. So I think one of the luxury items that I want is my glasses. We'd all be blind. We would Cause, be. Because mom, you, me, and Bailey all have terrible eyesight. We are the Mr. Magoo of this scenario. Yeah, we cannot so see two so feet screwed. in front of our faces. We would be in deep trouble. I thought about this. Like if I grew up in like the wild, wild west, mm-hmm. I'd be one of those people that didn't, couldn't afford glasses and would just walk through the streets begging for whatever I could get just to be able to buy glasses because I can't see anything. And imagine that, like imagine the things that we take for granted, like your contacts, your glasses, like basic things like that. If you're in a situation like, Oh, see, that's another thing. You wouldn't have any of that. You'd have to make it out of cocoa butter. Oh, that'd be good though. Oh my God. My hair would be so healthy if I, all the coconut and the milk and the water. And I could oh my see God. you rocking like a, a Jane of the jungle, like sash and oh, you'd be God. like swinging from trees and like Tarzan. Basically. Yes. Yeah. Tarzan would, and Tarzan would show up. Oh my God. That would be amazing. I never found him super attractive though. No, me either. I'm more, I, yeah. I bet I'm, he smells like monkey. And Probably. apes are scary. Apes can be quite Speaking scary. Speaking of apes, if this island has like tigers and stuff, what's our plan of attack here? That's why I brought my machete. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you, that and, and a chainsaw. And the fire. Oh, <laughs> chainsaw. <laughs> okay. I would, I would be like, we, we make a tiger trap like in Swiss Family Robinson. That would be cool. Yeah. He I just want to ride an ostrich like they ride on Dude, Swiss Family Robinson. Dude, scary. I'd, I'd ride the zebra. Yeah. But because even an elephant, if you fall off an elephant, you are in so much trouble. Is there a weirder sound on an animal than a zebra call? It's very weird. I think um, zebras, the the sound doesn't match them. No, it doesn't. It's so very strange. I like hyenas' sounds. Yeah. They oh. just giggle at you. Hyenas have scared me ever since Lion King came out. The oh, cartoon yeah. version. I love them. They it's Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, that's Goldberg. true. Whoopi Goldberg and Cheech Marin. Do you know Cheech and Chong? Yeah. Okay, good. You, you, you're an old soul. You know a lot of my references. Yeah. You knew Gilligan's Island. Yeah, I felt Do you insulted. know Mr. Magoo? Yeah, kind of. Okay, kind of, yeah. I, I don't really know him much either. I just know he can't see two feet in front of his face. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, well, that's kind of cool. Did mom just yell dinner time? Probably. Oh, I don't God. know. We're not, we're not abiding by that because we no. need to finish our Earth Day pod. This is very important. It is very important. So, let's see. We've got our deserted island piece there. Uh, is there anything we're missing? How long are we uh, going to be on this island? Oh, God, I hope not too long. Do you think we'll get safe? Okay, let's say we don't make it, and it's just the five of us, and we run out of food. 
Okay, who's, who's, going, who's first? going first? I think I think you'd be like, okay, guys, you can eat me, I guess. But yeah. Like, well, we, need, we need like a strong fatherly yeah. figure. I would probably give you my calf because at that but you're, point you're in time, the, you're the most physically fit and the best runner among us. Yeah, but it would be like filet mignon. I say Bailey. You think so? Probably marbly. She'd probably be a marbly. Bailey could just sit down and you could do all the work. That's true. We could Good all point. just sit down and just eat Bailey, but like not all of her, but just like just like a leg or an arm or something. That's true. Just enough. Actually, I think from the torso, yeah, just as long as she's a torso and still can make us yeah, laugh, as long- I think that would be good. <laughs> yeah. As long as she still has a sense of humor. This uh, this took a very dark I turn. know, Bailey, I'm bad. so sorry. I feel bad. I hope we didn't offend any cannibals. Oh my God. Are they going to listen to this? We are really big in the cannibalistic community though. <laughs> really? I've been getting hit up on Twitter and TikTok. Oh my god. From the cannibals. They love, they absolutely love Quarren Talks. Can you imagine the Facebook groups for cannibals? Oh my god. Oh I my can't, god. I can't even imagine. There was a band in the 80s and 90s called the Fine Young Cannibals that had some hits. Fine Young? Fine, like like Funyuns? Like Fine Young oh. Cannibals. Oh. They're very nice. They are very young, but they eat human flesh. Who, who are they eating? They're like their mom. She drives me crazy. <gasps> I know them. That's the Fine she Young Cannibals. Me. that's the fine young cannibals that's on hitch i watched hitch the other day oh my god hitch i love hitch hitch is my favorite rom-com of all time seriously what is what's uh what's his name um kevin james yeah kevin james character is so good oh he's so good and Hitch was him. that was a great movie. I should watch that. It's it's movie night tonight. I get to pick. Do you have your? Uh, do you have I your? I think I might. I don't. I'm not sure. I think I want to go with a new release. I've narrowed it down to three movies. I've got um, I've got Birds of Prey, <gasps> which is the Harley Quinn, which mm-hmm. nobody really cares to watch. I've got Knives Out, which <gasps> is supposed Ooh, to be an amazing fun. ensemble cast, and I know it got rave reviews. And then I've also got 1917. The war drama, which I don't think you guys would too be into that, be too much into that, but I do know this: it's beautifully shot, and the way they shot it is basically one continuous shot the whole friggin' movie. That's really interesting. Yeah, but I don't know. One of those three, I think, um, that'll get us going. I don't know my vote. What's your vote? I think Knives Out would be sick. Knives Out would be cool. Knives Out, and then I am surprised you didn't put Lego Batman, but I guess I'll I'll get through without. That's it. true. Yeah, I was trying to pick something new. I was trying to stay on theme because I feel like we've had during movie nights we've been watching new movies. Like last week, it was Mister Rogers, A Beautiful Neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, I can't remember what we did the week before that. Oh, uh, Cats, you mean? Oh, cat. Cats How could you forget? How <laughs> could I forget? So we watched that. So we've been renting movies more. We've been going on the iTunes and getting them there. But I'm sitting here staring at movies and I can see Hitch right from here and I love Hitch. Me too. So that might be something I might have to watch. That is so much fun. There's so many good movies over there. Yeah. And they're on uh, digital viewing discs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you believe that? I don't know. We well, have DVDs. We're we all own about them. the stream now. So... I don't know. So wrapping this up a little bit, yeah. what's your insight? Because it is Earth Day, and I think I think it'd be good to have some thoughts about it. It is Earth Day. I think, you know, vitamin D is my insight today. If you are in a place that has sunshine, even going out and sitting in your driveway for like five minutes and just getting that blast of vitamin D, vitamin D makes you very, very happy. I just recently started taking a supplement that you guys have been taking for quite a while that's like a a, a nice dosage of vitamin D. And my mood has considerably changed. So mm-hmm. what I would say is don't depend on a supplement to 
help you with your good mood, go out and do something in nature today. And I think I said that last insight, but it's really easy because I'm sitting in our studio, looking outside, the sun's pouring through, I can see the green leaves on the trees. It smells like fresh grass and barbecued hot dogs in our neighborhood for some reason. So I think today, if you can get out, enjoy nature and just say thank you to the earth for all that she does for us because we need to, to pay it back to her. I like that. She deserves she deserves the world. <laughs> she deserves the world. She's got the whole world. I think it's time for some Emma insight. Emma so, insight, let us have it so we can walk off here. So come in close. Let me tell you something real good. The sun is really important and I I like how you said to just go outside and sit in your driveway because that's such a like I love doing that. Like at the beginning of isolation I'd take a little beach towel out to our driveway. I'd lay in there like it was the beach, like pretend kind of because we couldn't go for spring break. But I'd get some some sun and I'd get like a little bit of a tan. And after you just feel kind of like you're glowing and like you feel fresh and pretty. And I think it's really important to just help yourself get some sun and help yourself feel pretty because I love doing that. Yeah. Because self-care is important. Do a face mask, have a snack, go to sweep. I'm telling you what, there's some people that, you know, would maybe disagree here during quarantine. It's like, I don't have to do anything today. I don't even have to put on pants if I don't want to. I find that if I don't like clean myself up, I can go like days just being disgusting. And it does nothing for your your sense of self. Mm -mm. It, It really does not help at all. Slap on a little makeup. Wash your pits and bits and yeah. make sure you put yourself together. I took a I took a hot Epsom salt bath. I took a shower and then I like I washed my hair and I put some sparkly makeup on and put some Vaseline and some lip gloss and I like it I feel pretty glamorous, not gonna lie. That's pretty good. And I, I think almost I almost made a joke about you being 80 and taking Epsom salt baths, but I too take Epsom It's good salt for your baths. skin. They, it is good for your skin, especially mm-hmm. that lavender, Dr. Teal's. Yes. Are it, we sponsored it, by them yet? I wish. Yeah, that would be It great. draws out all the, the icky icky and you yes. just get to put, you get to fill that space with happy. It's so nice. I absolutely would encourage you. And I love your insight, by the way. Get Thank out you. there. You know, don't tell anybody this, but mom had a light day today and she went out in the driveway and sat in a nice little chair like a little lawn chair for like an hour or more. Mm-hmm. And she loved it. She invited me and I was like, I have schoolwork. That's I don't true. feel so good. My, my, my throat hurts so bad. I don't want to. It was schoolwork though. It's Earth Day. It was you doing a lab. It was a science yeah, lab. Science. I'm sitting outside smelling the beautiful, beautiful, freshly cut grass and looking at the gorgeous green trees here. In I the think NC. that's worth a sparkle noise, don't you? It is. Sparkle it up. Oh, sparkle it up. Mm. When I imagine the sparkles, I imagine it kind of like, like at Olive Garden, the cheese sprinkler and how it's yes. just like, it kind of just like flows down onto the breadsticks and the pasta. I kind of, that's how I like to imagine the glitter. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. So we did, you know, we spilled some tea today about Earth Day. We mm-hmm. talked a little bit about its humble beginnings in 1970, celebrating its 50th anniversary today. Thank you, Earth Day. We talked a little bit about our deserted island. I don't think we really settled on three, but we talked about all matters of stuff. Yeah. We snuck in a little cannibalism, mm-hmm. which I think is, is pretty amazing. It's a healthy amount. Yes. We dealt with some technical difficulties for the first time on the pod. Hopefully we can clean that up in post. Yeah. And then we each had some very nice insights, surprisingly enough, that both revolved around the Earth Day. Mm-hmm. So... We nailed it. I think we did too. Absolutely. So do you want to leave our listeners with uh, any bit of walk off here? Or? Um, just be grateful for the earth. 
be happy about what she's doing because she's doing one heck of a job and just get some sun, keep yourself clean. It really helps if you're out, if your outside's clean, your inside will feel a lot cleaner. Oh, before, before I forget, hmm. did you get a chance to try your whipped coffee? Because I know last time we did a pod, you were talking <sighs> about your whipped coffee experiment. How did it go? Yay, nay, you done with it? I had an issue. It, it was really fun to make. And I will say that it's, if you're a coffee drinker, lover, super fun to make, have a good time with it. I, I had that and I also had it on top of about 10 ounces of coffee with a little, like a little splash of almond creamer. And I had a really bad day. Yeah. Like I didn't get, I got sick where it was like the really awful, icky, like panicky, like when you have an energy drink and your your heart kind of just can't stop, and I was really panicked all day. I had, it was awful, Jittery. yeah. And it wasn't like like the fun I want to do work kind. It was the I need to shut down. I'm scared. I don't feel so good. Oh. So fun to make, super aesthetic, very pretty, but not for me. Okay, I'm a tea person. Well, I we'll have to be. We'll explore some other cool things that you can do maybe in future podcasts and you can bring it back around and redeem yeah. yourself. And, and I hate to be so negative about this fun TikTok trend, but I feel like it's important to be honest with my experience. 110%. Absolutely. Cool. All right, Emma. All right. Well, that's Let's that. go have that's some burgers. Happy that's Earth Day. Have some Earth Day. We're going to go eat some cows. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Bye.